<laughs> so now maybe this. Wow. See my life done better. See the shame done waka. And no go no say it done so far. Yeah. And they call you a jebota. <laughs> See the levels don't they change? It makes me wanna give again. Don't Now because I believe, because I believe. Now because I believe, because I believe. Now, because you believe, how are you doing? How was the week? I welcome you to another wonderful episode on GIST with OJA GIST with OJA. With you is your very host, Oluwakemi Joan and Nifowoshe. Today is the ninth day in the month of May. How has May been? Hope it's been wonderful. Mine has been beautiful awesome wonderful amazing splendid everything you can think about me has been good generally i'm so excited about may because it's may and because it's a special time on gist with oja last week we talked about may inspires that we're going to be bringing an amazing person on the show today and i'm excited because with me here is my amazing guest, the very first guest on GIST with OJA. Let's quickly go on this very short break. When we return, I would introduce you properly to my guest. Welcome back to Gist with OJA, Gist with OJA. You're listening to I Believe by Kenny Corey. Right about now, let's go back to business. Our guest is around and I'm excited. Before I went on the break, I told you that we have an amazing guest with us today. Okay, let me just quickly go through our profile. She's a graduate of Adult Education, University of Lagos, Akoka. She's a teacher, a baker, a writer, a chef. She's the CEO of Raymond. Welcome with me on Gist with OJA May Inspire Series. Odukoya Motunrayo. Welcome to Gist with OJA. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm super excited. And thank you so much for taking out time out of your very tight schedule to honor this invite. I'm so happy to be here too. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, so let's go straight to the questions that we have for you. Our first question is, we know that you are a graduate of um, 
adult education from the University of Lagos mm-hmm. and you are into baking. So was it that baking chose you or you chose baking? Oh well, at first I'll say baking chose me and later I chose baking. So yeah, my baking story started from my junior secondary school break. And that's one of the things that made me believe that well, our life is a result of um, decisions that we're taking on our behalf and the ones we also take deliberately. So I'll say, during that break, my mom just felt she didn't want me to be staying at home. So she told me to go, not learn, work in a cake shop for, I think it's always three weeks or a month break. So I worked for like three, three weeks then. I went to the, sec- to the boarding house for my senior secondary school. So at that point, I really didn't know if I wanted to bake or not. But I was saving, I won't say like a perfectionist that I was as a little child. I had this principle of always doing everything well. So I grabbed so many things, working with the woman for the three weeks. But my first baking experience was when I got back from school and I had to present a gift to a close friend and I didn't have money. But I had all the materials to bake. So I found out that I could still bake. So that was how baking started for me. So the baking chose me at first. Then I chose baking. Okay, so we can conclude that both of you chose yourselves. Yeah. You chose baking and baking chose you too. Exactly. Okay, thank you so much. Alright, our next question is um, since you've started this journey of baking and um, this kitchen stuff, I know you've had so many challenges. So what would you say is your major challenge since you started? Well, for me, one of my major fears, I would say, was, I would use words because to a large extent, I've gone past that, was the fact that I really did not have this formal training many people on Instagram you know, actually have. So I felt I could just uh, maintain baking for close friends, church members, roommates, it's nothing too loud and out there since, oh, I didn't train. So, but after a while, I found out that I was good at what I was doing. Yeah, many people do not believe that you can be self-taught, but over time, tested and um, trusted. So over time. So that was like a major fear. You know, not having enough to go back to train formally. Because it can be really expensive to train as a baker. And I think secondly, same thing, the fear of, oh, there are a lot of bakers on Instagram. So how do I start? How do I get to know? So it's just best I keep Come and maintain my local champion. Like people, your friends, exactly friends. Even if you like, not like you like, you like. Just my friends that really don't have much to pay. Mm. I will just pay like half of the real cost of a cake and just do something for them. And that's all. So the main fear for me was the fact that oh, am I? Can I really, you know, stand um, side by side with other bakers everywhere in my life? That was it, and 
how will it be can i really become a big person look at cakes and cream look at great pickers on instagram is it possible will it take me over 100 years to get like get where they are so those are my initial fears hmm. okay let me quickly tell you a story of um remote i remember when i was in school i think i was in year two or three and we were supposed to bake i think we used to patronize tillash then so tillash said we were supposed to give we were supposed to give her about a week or two weeks notice so we forgot then i saw one complicated cake and i gave it to remote and she produced the cake very well so she's not just a baker She's a baker by excellence. So let's just, I want to ask you another question. Are you just a baker? Is there more to remote than the cake and everything? Is there so, or are there other things you do? Okay. Well, this is one other thing many people do not know about. Um, remote has um, a baking, catering, training, you know, let's say company or outlets. Well, okay, for me, it's the second thing that made me choose baking, apart from the fact that baking chose me while I was really young, the second thing that made me choose baking was the fact that I grew up having passion for young ladies. You know, I always love to see young ladies be at their best, you know, pursue the best, live purposefully, go to school, have all that they need. But you know, over time, gathering a lot of them in school then, had a very small group I called LOL, Ladies of Light. So I got to know that a lot of girls weren't doing the things they were doing on purpose, especially um, fornicating, you know, giving their bodies out to sugar daddies and all, you know. They weren't doing it on purpose. They were doing this because they really didn't have, you know means to cater for their needs so praying about it one of the things the Holy Spirit laid in my heart was as much as you want to bring these people together you know to teach them you know show them that they can really become the best they want to be they need to be empowered so it's one thing to provide some things for them another thing to empower them so that they will always have a means to provide for themselves so i thought about it okay for a regular student in private secondary school or an undergraduate teach someone like that how to make maybe for 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 chinching or do not such a person can produce and sell mm-hmm. 15 euro per no per sachet yeah. so and over a week such a girl would have enough to even if not so much to pay her school fees she has at least something little to get her toiletries, go to class, without having to follow a sugar daddy to the room and all that. So for me, that was one of the major reasons why I chose baking. I felt I had not just the words of mouth or probably experiences to help ladies become better. I had something, a skill to empower them with so they will become a better version of themselves. Wow. it's like i'm learning a lot from it it's not just that she wants to bake but there was something that drove her to choose baking not because she just wants to make money and everything it's it's there's a lot of things to learn from what she has said 
and I'm sure you are picking those salient points that it's not just that she wants to bake. There was a reason why she's doing it. She was doing it. Okay. Um, I learned that when you went to serve, you started a baking kitchen stuff in Sokoto. And when you were coming back to Lagos, you had to start all over again. Like, didn't you have fears? How did you do it? It's... Oh, wow. Remote Sokoto chapter. That's a lot for me, well. Okay. I won't say I had a lot of out-of-body experiences because they were not out-of-body experiences. And um, before I open this chapter of, you know, leaving Lagos, where I had my major market, to Sokoto, where I knew nobody, then leaving all my stuff in Sokoto to come back to Lagos, you know, for me, everything I did was based on instructions. Mm. Well, I would say it everywhere. I might not be that um, entrepreneur that would give you acquired, acquired, acquired <laughs> skills. <laughs> yes. But as much as I would say some things that are very logical, but one very important thing for me is the fact that I did... Everything about remote for me, from the beginning to now, to date, has been very spiritual. Mm. Even starting from the name. Yes, many people will think, is it Ramota? Is it, you know? <laughs> but it is remote, you know, an inspiration from the fact that God has a word for everyone, apart from general logos. There's a Rema for you every day. There's something God is saying to you. So that was where the word remote came from. And, you know, along the line, since it was something that was founded on this kind of revelation, you know, instead of dwelling on me that it's for it to go further than my own expectation, it still has to be kept by this same revelation, which is God's word. So going to Sokoto for me, I was going to redeploy, yeah, because logically. I think Remote was at a particular peak because I was just a fresh graduate, so I had time to pick all the others. Like, there was no time to reject any cause of project and all that. So, that period it was like Remote was everywhere. I had cake orders almost every day. We had a mission kitchen that served as publicity for us. So, but NYC came up and I was not even giving Oyo or Abeokuta like I wanted. I was giving Sokoto and well since like I said it's a business founded on f spiritual principles <clears throat> especially following every instruction even when they seem very foolish I had to pray about it 95% of people I spoke with advised me to stay back in Lagos because you know you can't compare any market anywhere you know, to the one you have in Lagos the population the fact that um, you know, I schooled in Lagos, University of Lagos, Fellowship Connect and all that. So, but God's word is the final, mm -hmm. you know, verdict, is instruction, because I believe that nothing happens by chance. Yeah. So, if I was not supposed to go to Sokoto, it wouldn't have appeared at first. So, by faith, really foolish, I took my bags, you know, went for service, even though after the Tuesday when camp opened, I was still baking in Lagos. <laughs> so but I went to Sokoto then. Get to Sokoto, you know, we had a lot of things. It's a dry land physically. I know a lot of 
what's it called extra extra oh it could be dry financially it could be dry spiritually and all those things but with all the fear i thank god i had to i had the opportunity to run back to god and we give many five percent um five percent of the people who felt there was more to you know the sokoto thing that than other people taught so and following instructions i felt a lot telling me that i was going to open a shop there and like that the shop well not like that well a lot of stories in between but things happened but we got a shop opened the first then the second wow then coming back to lagos i was like oh this another stage with all of this all my alawi my savings from lagos sokoto in this business it's time to leave people have thought i'll stay back for like three four years but based on instructions I knew it was time to leave. And coming back to Lagos, I perceived, sensed, heard, and I believed God's word when he said I should go. And he was going to take care of everything as I follow him step by step. And all glory to God, coming back to Lagos, it wasn't easy. I had to start buying tools like Elena, <laughs> buying one after the other, 500, 1,000. But I think it was worth it because of, you know, assurance of God's word I had the fact that it was not just I wasn't just following or chasing mere dreams yes I'd seen it work not once not twice so I could still put my hand my life on this and yeah to God's glory it's over I think six months in Lagos now and it looks like we've been over here in Lagos I'm really inspired we can't take God out of anything we are doing. As much as we have visions, we have aspirations, you know, when God is backing it, you are fearless. You know, for, for someone to leave Sokoto and come to Lagos to start all over again, there must be something that she has heard or seen or that is driving her. So really, I'm inspired. And it's it's a great pleasure to really have you here, sincerely. Ah, finally, before... Um, remote to be living. You know, many people have fears of starting up businesses because of a lack of funds, capitals, and they feel, I have to have so much before I start. So what is your, what would be your advice to them? Should they wait until they have very much, or they should just start with the little they have? Okay, I would advise over and over again. Please start with the little that you have. I think I remember when I started baking, I think all I had was um, a palette knife, a cake comb, mm. and a baking pan that was not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say literally all I had was, I think, the knowledge, yeah. basically. So I know that there are different um, kind of skills, you know. You have different challenges. There are some skills that you really can't start without having some basic, basic tools. tools. Yes. But... Talking from a baking aspect, you don't really have to have a thousand, a millionaire before you start something. You know, what it was for me was for every job order I got, even though they were not major job orders, you know, they were little orders compared to me, because I was fearful, so I couldn't even, I didn't have the courage to call prizes. Yeah. So, but I made sure that I had at least 500 naira or a thousand naira profit from it. Yeah. So, I, what I would use the profit to do is to get more tools. So the more jobs I was ha- I had, the more tools I got still. 
I said working to save up like that. So I'd really advise you don't have to wait till you have so much because you wait till you know everlasting. Not even now with this situation of the economy, things are on the high side and so I just I'll just advise. And also another thing is there's this thing with you know entrepreneurs wanting to just start a business to start making money. Mm-hmm. I would tell I always tell people the first one two years you might not even be making so much money. Sometimes you might even be you know giving people more than they requested because you have to sell yourself out. Yeah. Let them know that oh you actually can do this. Mm-hmm. So at least the first few months if you're overly chasing money mm-hmm. you know, there's this high tendency that you might not you know get that kind of uh, market or audience or sales you mm-hmm. really want so at least the first few months is a lot of sacrifice you'll give it your best even if it's a 500 naira cake that a little girl wants for her mom to surprise her mom you know do it so well yes there could be somebody who can afford 2,000 naira cake in that mom's birthday that would love what you did. So you won't say because it's a 500 naira cake, you do something, yes. something really shabby or you won't put in your best. So advice, please start. Please start. And if you're scared that, oh, you didn't train with one of the best bakers in the world, please go online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not everybody would have that courage to be like um, self-taught, or the ghost thoughts, <laughs> or the spirit thoughts baker, like, you know. So, but please go online, ask questions, research, you know, try, practice, practice, and give free cakes. Yeah, give people free cakes. At least first few months, people that you know would <laughs> come back to patronize you. So, please don't sit down, I do, waiting for... Jackpot or Lotto. (laughs) (laughs) So please, start with whatever you have. Yes. And I'm very sure you'd you'd make it. Wow. Thank you so much, Remot. You know, um, there's a saying that they say, it means that the saying of the wise usually is the same. Last week I was talking about, you know, starting small. It's the um, profit you make from the business you started small that you used to get more equipment and then for this generation we have found ourselves there is no excuse for mediocrity we have a lot of um, platforms to learn even if you don't have the money to learn from very big people you want to be makeup artist there are a lot of videos to learn online and everything so the bottom line of everything is you don't have to have everything before you start and something that is very key i also learned is excellence regardless of how much we're getting from it regardless of who is asking or patronizing you you have to put a thought of excellence to whatever you are going to be um, giving out finally i will say that uh, the fear people have most time is the fear of starting a business you know the or starting something the way to kill that fear the antidote to the fear of starting is actually starting that thing and then you see that um, you will prosper. Don't be scared of who will patronize or who will not patronize. You just start and give your best to it. And you see that people will patronize. And don't let money be the uh, main reason why you are ch- 
chasing after that dream. Yes, we must make money, but something must be driving you. You, can, you could hear that she said she wanted people, young ladies, to stop chasing after her stores and everything. And then she was moved to start a business. Thank you so much, Raymond, for coming to Gist with OJ. I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So we'll find out what's the audience before you go. Final words. Okay. There's a word for everyone. Um, life is essentially spiritual. So, you know, as much as we have dreams, goals, aspirations, it's good we have something that drives us more. Because you can get, you know, to the middle of the road and, you know, you're faced with other, like, similar challenges other people face. And what would keep you going is what you had mm. when you started it. Yeah. And, you know, more than money, yeah. There's so much we can do to make this world a better place for everybody. So, long story short, God, 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 are not ourselves alone. Acquire to acquire. <laughs> so you can acquire. <laughs> Thank you so much, Remote. We hope to have you some other time on this um, show. We are grateful. We are saying thank you. So that brings us to the end of May Inspire series for today's show on Gist with OJA. I'm sure you guys have learned one thing or another, you know, putting God first and um, your vision should be fueled and um, pushed by something. I learned and I'm sure you also learned too. So everything we have learned, let's put it to practice. We learned that we should start that thing, even if it's little, we have the little equipment and everything we have. We should just start the way we are, start with what you have. And very soon, you know, with your belief with God, everything would work out even as you want, even more than you are expecting it. So that's the aim of me, inspired that we should be inspired, we should be pushed to do the best, we should be pushed to be the very best we have been called to be. Thank you for listening on today's edition on May Inspires. I will see you the same time next week, Sunday. It's going to be another amazing time. Another guest is coming. This time is a E. <laughs> and you know you enjoy today. Next week will be super, super, super amazing. Just stay tuned by 4 p.m. every Sunday on Gist with OJA. Before I go, you know, the Champions League will be coming up probably this week between Chelsea and Manchester City. Whoever you think will win, let me let me hear on the comment section. Please make sure you favorite this podcast. We promise to serve you better. I promise to give you the very, very best on Gist with OJA. Have a beautiful week ahead. Bye.